Mission Church. This is your Midweek Connection for Wednesday, April 26th. We've got a couple of things for you today. First, we're going to start with some announcements, and then we will have a spiritual focus for you this week, just as we normally do. Uh, let me start by saying um, you're seeing me today. Uh, Pastor Mike is out and on his way to his sabbatical where he will be for five weeks and he'll be studying and preparing and hearing from God on what he's going to bring to us um, starting in September. So we do want to take a minute when you think of Pastor Mike um, today and over the next several weeks, please take a minute and pray for him. Pray that his time will be fruitful. Pray that his time will be restful and that it will be um, filled with some great time with God as he hears from God and prepares the next sermon series for us. So we want to make sure and do that. The next thing that I want to bring to you today is something different with the men's ministry event. Um, most of you know that we've been having the men's breakfast and that happens on the third Saturday of each month and it's usually pretty early in the morning. Um, going into the summer months, that's going to change a little bit. The men's breakfast is going to um, kick off with a special event Saturday, May 20th, and it's actually going to be from 11 to 2. Um, they're going to provide a smoked meat lunch and a message from Pastor Brett um, as they conclude their series on the disciplines of a godly man. And I hear that there's going to be a cornhole tournament as well. So men, uh, you've got some time to practice. So get to it and start practicing and get signed up for that. You can do that in the email blast that will come out on Friday. You can get signed up for that. You don't want to miss that. Um, that's going to be a great opportunity. The last thing that I want to bring to you is um, that it's Family Worship Sunday this Sunday, April 30th, and that's why I'm here talking to you um, today. And our spiritual focus is going to be focused around Family Worship Sunday, the why behind that, and we're going to take a look at some scripture and, and what God has to say about teaching uh, the next generation. So stay tuned for that as well. Before we get to it, one last announcement, and that is that today, Wednesday, April 26th, is our last night of Awana officially. We conclude with a big celebration and some awards recognizing every single child that has come this year and all of the hard work that they've put in, whether they've memorized a couple of verses or a hundred verses. We're going to celebrate all of them because each time they're opening up that Bible and opening up their book, they are learning more about who God is and what that means for their lives. So we want to celebrate that uh, this Wednesday night. If you are not part of Awana, either as a family or as someone who is a leader, uh, come on out anyway uh, tonight and celebrate the kids. It's a great way to see what's going on with our kids and youth. We will recognize some youth as well tonight for their accomplishments in the Awana program. And so that will conclude Wednesday night ministry um, for the regular ministry year. And we'll take a couple of weeks and then we'll start gearing up for next fall as well. So be watching emails for all of the events that are coming this summer for kids and youth. There's a lot of things going on. So make sure you're watching your emails for that. And in just a minute, we'll go ahead and take a look at um, the spiritual focus for today.
hopefully you had just a couple of minutes to grab your Bible. I've got mine and take a look at the slide uh, right before this that gave you the scriptures that we will focus on today. But before we get into the scripture, I wanted to just take just a second, um, a couple of minutes actually, to give you a little bit of the why behind Family Worship Sunday. We do get questions about that every now and then. Um, for a lot of us that have been around for a while, we've been doing our fifth Sunday, Family Worship Sunday for a while, and we're just, we're just quite used to it. And then there are lots of new folks and we're super excited about that. And so the questions do come up every now and then about why we do that. The reason that we started it several years ago was to really give families an opportunity in a supportive and an encouraging environment to model for their children, to train their children about being in the big worship service. Um, we do believe at the Mission Church that kids do learn best in an environment designed just for them. And that's why we spend so much time uh, with children's ministry and planning and preparing for that so that uh, the children of the Mission Church can be taught in that kind of an environment. But we also believe wholeheartedly that the family is the primary disciple-making relationship that a child will have. And we want to encourage families and we want to give families the opportunity to train their children. And one of those ways is through worship, worship through singing, worship through prayer, worship through teaching, worship through attending corporate worship in the big service. And so on those fifth Sundays, that seemed a natural place to put that in. And so we want to encourage families to bring their kids into worship with them. Children are always welcome in the worship service at the Mission Church. Every Sunday they're welcome. But this is a Sunday specifically where we all know to expect some extra wiggles and giggles on a Sunday morning. Um, and one of the things I wanna talk about is not only the responsibility of the parents to train their children and to disciple their children, because we know that that is definitely something that they should be doing, but we wanna give them the opportunity in, an, in a supportive and an encouraging environment. And so how do the rest of us come into that? Well, the rest of us come into that, that we are supporting those parents as they bring their little ones into service. We know for parents, because we hear from parents, that it's a kind of a stress-producing time for them to bring their little kids into the service. And I get it. I remember having little ones um, and bringing them into the service and being concerned about, are they too loud? Are they too wiggly? Are they distracting the people around us? Should I even be bringing them? And we want parents we want the answer to that question to be, yes, of course you should be bringing them. You should be bringing them in. And on those fifth Sundays, we just expect things to maybe be a little more noisy around us. And so how can we help those parents and how can we encourage them? We can encourage them with the littlest of things or the biggest of things, with just a gentle smile, a gentle touch, um, an encouraging word to those parents. Good job, mom and dad. I'm so glad that you're here with your kids. Um, not worrying about or not being concerned about the noise that's going on around you on those fifth Sundays. Um, parents have a lot to deal with these days as they raise their kids and we want the Mission Church, we want Sunday mornings to be that one place where they know that they can bring their kids and they will all be accepted in the worship service as they train their children. And that's really what we want to give them is an opportunity to train their children. 
So how do we all come in? Well, we all come in because the Bible is very specific. And if you take a look at those scriptures, and we will together just for a minute, um, the Bible is clear on training the next generation and passing on God's word to the next generation and passing on a life lived for Jesus to the next generation. And so sometimes you're thinking, yeah, what difference does it make on one Sunday? Am I really going to have an impact? And I hear that so much um, as children's ministry director and leading volunteers who are with children. And, and there can be days or evenings that sometimes you think, did I have any sort of an impact today or tonight? And the answer is always yes. My answer is always yes. And I think about it. Um, our first scripture focus is in Genesis and it's Genesis 21:33, And we'll read that together in just a second. But they, what that scripture, what that verse is talking about is Abraham planting a tree, a tamarisk tree. And in biblical times, what that meant was this tree was being planted, not for Abraham or Abraham's children necessarily to even enjoy the fruit of, or the shade of, or the protection of, but generations to come. And so Abraham was being faithful in doing something that he would never see the benefit of. And I think about that as we're passing on to the next generation, sometimes we may never see the benefit of the things that we have done. We may never see the fruit of what we have done, what we have said, the impact that we've had. And as I was thinking about the tamarisk tree and reading that scripture again and thinking back to um, someone I heard talk about it and I was just kind of thinking through that, I was thinking about um, my ministry here at the Mission Church and prior to at First Federated. I've been on staff for 17 years and been involved in children's ministry for all of that time. And as I thought back on, I, I hope and my prayer, of course, is that there's been children and families impacted by the ministry and the service that myself as well as my husband um, have had. I couldn't help but pause and think about over really honestly over the last several months um, the fact that none of that could have happened, that ministry wouldn't have happened, those impacts that have happened could not have been without the support of my parents. And my parents, their primary ministry for a lot of years when my children were young was helping to support us by taking care of them. So while they had direct impact on my children, the indirect impact they had on ministry to the Mission Church was that they allowed us, myself, my husband, to be serving and to be providing ministry to families and children for so many years. So the impact that my parents had wasn't just on my kids, and they did have an impact on them for sure, but they had an impact on so many of your kids, so many other children and families that were coming, and they had no idea. They had no idea. By being faithful to God to the next generation, they, they will never see those impacts here on earth that they had on different families and children, um, but they were definitely having it. And so as I thought through that, that scripture in Genesis about the tamarisk tree and planting a tree that you'll never see the fruit of or the protection of, I think that that's a lot about us. And what you do today you may not know that it impacts two generations from now. Um, the encouragement that you give to a parent on Sunday or to a child on Sunday during family worship service may not be 
an impact that you're going to see, and it could be their children or their children's children um, that that is an impact on. So let's take a look at that Genesis verse together. And that's Genesis uh, 2133. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called upon the name of the Lord, the eternal God. So Abraham was being faithful, and, and we know that Abraham was faithful. And you can go into Hebrews and see where that is mentioned again. And um, let's go on to some of the other scriptures, and let's look at what God has to say about the next generation and the importance of the next generation. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10, and you're going to see some common themes here. So Deuteronomy 4, verses 9 and 10, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. Remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb when he said to me, Assemble the people before me to hear my words so they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to their children. And then again, we're just going to flip over to Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. This is probably more familiar to most of us, but it starts with, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. These commands I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So again, you know, God is very specific about training the next generation and teaching the next generation. And really, I believe that we all have this responsibility, whether we're bringing little children or grandchildren with us on Sunday to service and to church, or whether we don't, whether our kids are grown, whether we don't have grandchildren near us, maybe we don't have kids at all. Um, and we're coming and we're wondering what is our responsibility. I think it's very clear what our responsibility is. Let's go ahead on and let's turn over to Psalms. And we've got a couple of different verses in Psalm. And so we're going to start with um, Psalm 71 verse 18. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, O God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. And then we'll go on to Psalm 78, and this is verse 1 through 6. O my people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter hidden things from old. What we have heard and known, what our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob, and he established the law in Israel, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, so that the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born and they will turn and tell their children. So we're going generation after generation here um, that God is very clear that we are to train them and we are to teach them the good deeds of the Lord, the amazing things about a life lived for Jesus, a life lived following Jesus. You know, the world right now is super loud and parents and kids and all of us have a lot um, coming at us. And 
it is more important, I believe, than ever to make sure that we are following these commands and that we are teaching the next generation. And such an easy way is right here. You don't have to go far to look for an opportunity to impact the next generation with God's word, with the love of Christ. And that's just walking through the doors of the Mission Church on Sunday morning and being an encouragement and a support to families and to children as we teach the next generation. Let's take a look at the last Psalm that I had listed in it, Psalm 1. 45. Let me flip over here. And it's uh, verses three through seven. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor in your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. These are the things that we want to encourage families. We want to encourage all of you to impress upon the next generation. I think we have a responsibility, like I said, whether we're bringing kids or we're not bringing kids, we all have that responsibility and we all have that opportunity. And so I could go on and on, which I won't, but I could go on and on um, with this. I'm so passionate about um, impacting the next generation and also about supporting families, supporting parents as they are raising their children. And so this Sunday, April 30th, Family Worship Sunday, it's one of our fifth Sundays this year that we will do Family Worship Sunday. And I promise that not only will you have the opportunity to bless a family with an encouraging word, an encouraging touch, an encouraging smile to a child, but I promise you, if you come with a heart ready for worship, you will not walk out of here on Sunday without being blessed. That's the case every week, right? If if we look at worship um, for what it is, and that is a heart matter, we come with our heart prepared to receive, our heart to hear from God, we will walk out of here being blessed by what God has for us. Now, sometimes we may walk out of here being challenged, and that's good too. That's a blessing as well. But we will walk out of here having heard God's word, having sung God's word, having prayed in God's name. And we want children to be a part of that. So as you do that, um, this Sunday, we also have to look forward to seeing the kids on stage. We have to look forward to singing a song with the kids um, that they've been singing in kids' church. You'll be greeted by children. Um, there'll be children intertwined from door to door on Sunday morning. So we look forward to that. So I hope that I see each one of you coming out on Sunday and I hope that you'll give these scriptures some time to meditate on your heart and some time to really think about how you can impact the next generation for years and years to come. Have an amazing week.